They took us to the Velodrome d'Hiver, a cycling arena in the 15th arrondissement. There were thousands of us crammed together in the stifling heat, with no food or water. All of us were terrified. Children separated from their parents were crying hysterically. Old men and women began to faint from the heat. The French police were standing guard. Their faces showed no human emotion. They just stared straight ahead like automatons. I could not recognize them as Frenchmen. They surrounded us, their rifles aimed at anyone who tried to escape. I showed an officer my Ausweiss and told him he had no right to hold my mother and me there. He agreed finally to release me, but said there was no guarantee that my mother would be protected from deportation by my pass. He told me they were taking her to Drancy tomorrow. Days passed. We remained in the dark, afraid to think about the future. Paulette went to Drancy every day to demand the release of Mama, risking her own life as she faced the police. Claire and I huddled together in our bed at night and slept fitfully when exhaustion finally overcame us. Paulette, now taking on the role of mother, became braver and more defiant as the days passed. She confronted the French authorities relentlessly. The Jewish newspapers confirmed our worst fears. An army of 9,000 French policemen on July 16th to 17th had arrested more than 13,000 Jews in Paris, along with Mama and Paulette. The Rafle de Veldive, as it was now called, had shown beyond any doubt that the Vichy government was working with Hitler to murder the Jewish population of France. For the first time in France, even women and children were arrested. Men and women, sick and old people, were locked up together without water in the blazing heat. The newspaper article said that out of 13,000 victims, 10,000 were women and children. The writer thought that many men must have hidden without their families, because no one believed that the French police would be so inhuman as to arrest young children and women.